everyone. Welcome to another episode of Real Talk with Teddy. My name is Teddy Parsons, your host and continued agitator for the next 30 minutes or so. I am so happy that you are joining us today as we have Real Talk with Real People. I am really excited to be joined by my special guest today, Mark Relko. He's the founder, executive director, and trainer of Inclusively Fit, located in Sterling Heights, Michigan. Hi, Mark. Welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? I'm good, Teddy. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for being here. Thank so, you for having me. Yeah. Mark, can you please share with our listeners who you are and what we need to know about you? Yes. Um, my name is Mark Rocco. Um, I'm the proud executive director and trainer at Inclusively Fit. Um, Inclusively Fit is a recreation fitness center for people with special needs of all ages. Uh, we service children, adolescents, and adults. Awesome. And thanks for sharing that information, Mark. We're going to be sure to list all your contact information under today's episode narrative. Okay. Perfect. Yes, most certainly. So I was really excited when I, as I mentioned, I was watching PBS and I caught the tail end of a special about Inclusively Fit on PBS and that's how I found you. But I was excited to have you on today's podcast as you represent something that is near and dear to me personally, that's the amazing work you do with those in the disability community. So how did you come up with the idea of creating Inclusively Fit, and why was this so important to you? I graduated um, from Eastern Michigan University in the year uh, 2010 uh, with a degree in special education and adaptive physical education, meaning that I was able to teach uh, fitness classes and gym classes in school districts for people with special needs. And so during my first uh, couple of years of teaching, you know, I just kind of realized that fitness and health had kind of put aside, you know, there wasn't any after school activity for our, our students. Uh, there wasn't any kind of sports related activities available for the students. And so what I was starting to do with my students every day after school is helping them, you know, kind of become part of the school sports teams, you know, teaching them you know, what the sport is, how to be part of a team, how to be social, uh, the basic principles of exercise. And so, and then with each parent, I set up, you know, you know, specific goals that they would uh, be able to accomplish by year's end. And with these students, you know, I, they accomplished all their goals, but in the bigger um, picture is they started to see some improvements physically, you know, they were losing weight and stronger, uh, showing uh, an interest in exercising, showing an interest in being more active, more social. And so uh, parents were actually actually disappointed when season came to an end. Uh, they didn't know what to do. And so I said, you know what, I can continue to work with your son or daughter uh, after school. Uh, it could be, you know, at school's gym. It can be at their house. We can find a nice park. And so um, my parents uh, took my offer. And so Every day after school, I'd be, you know, training kids at their house, training kids um, at the school, you know, continuing the the things that we were working on while they're on the team, you know, running, lifting weights and so on. And so after I started this, you know, a few months later, you know, work kind of spread what I was doing, you know, because the special needs community is very close knit. Uh, parents are always sharing information with each other, sharing, you know, exciting news that their kids are doing. And so they started sharing what I was doing with these kids. And so before I knew it, I had, you know, 10 to 15 uh, kids that I was working with after school. And so I said to myself, you know, I need like a central facility, central place, location, because, you know, I was driving from point A to point B. 
and such. So I didn't have enough time. And so what I did was I contacted a local uh, YMCA in the Detroit area. And, uh, you know, what I did was I proposed to them an idea. I says, you know what, this is a population that is often overlooked when it comes to exercise. This is a population that, um, you know, is often, you know, ignored when it comes to any kind of physical fitness or exercise. And so the YMCA, you know, was gladly accepted. So I was able to start all my special needs uh, fitness programs. I started a one-on-one. I started a yoga class. I started a Pilates class. Um, I started a swim program, an adaptive swim class. And then I started, you know, a Saturday night social club for adults. So adults could get together and get together on a Saturday night. And so I got so many clients right away, Teddy. Um, I answered to my question, came to me really quickly. Um, I got 30 clients in six months um, at the YMCA. So I said, you know what, there's an idea here. There's a, there's a, there's, um, I had this imagination, this image in my head um, of opening up a gym for people with special needs. And so the YMCA was my uh, launching point for me. Um, I tested out the business. I tested out you know, what programs were good, what programs were effective, not effective, um, really understanding the business side, what rates were good, what rates were affordable and fair, but also too, just learning, you know, more and more and more how important exercise and wellness are for these people with special needs. And so I was at the YMCA for three years. And then in 2016, uh, inclusive fit was born. Um, all my clients followed me here. Uh, I'm forever grateful for that. And then that's how inclusive it came to be. Um, yeah, Mark. So I want to segue uh, because, you know, my uh, listeners know that I do a script or this would be a big hot mess. And I'm going off script because I noticed on your website, it said that your mom was a catalyst in helping you on your journey to create an inclusively fit. Can you share with us what this means? Repeat the question. I'm sorry. Oh, no problem. I was asking that I noticed on your website that you said your mom was a catalyst uh, to helping you create inclusively fit. Can you share with our listeners with what that means? Oh yeah, uh, my parents were a big support system, both my parents. Um, I remember I was having dinner with them one night and I was telling them about, you know, what my work, what I was doing at the Y and the kind of stories I was, um, you know, my experiences at the YMCA, what I was doing with them and success stories. And so um, then my mom just said, you know, it, it would be so cool if you opened up a gym for people with special needs. And so that right there is like, and then my dad looked at her and said, wow, that is a wonderful idea. And so that's when I got to work on it. I started, you know, making, you know, a business plan on it, um, kind of understanding, um, you know, what needs to be done in order to make this possible. And so my parents both, um, were definitely a huge part in getting me thinking in the right direction when it came to opening up this gym. That is awesome. And earlier, Mark, when you told your uh, introduction, you mentioned about uh, special education. So it made me start thinking, I'm curious, do our local high schools offer a physical edu education program for students with disabilities? I think they do, um, but it's not enough. Um, in the school districts that I've been a part of, you know, um, kids, you know, this is elementary, middle school and high school. Um, some kids only get physical education once a week. Um, luckily, some kids get uh, physical education three to four days a week, but it's not an everyday thing. 
And we all know um, if anyone cares about their health, that health and fitness should be practiced every single day. It should be part of their daily life. And so, um, you know, the schools don't push that enough for these kids. And also, too, you know, when I was, you know, adaptive, uh, you know, working in the adaptive physical education programs, you know, I would see, you know, the adaptive PE teachers just traveling from one school to the next on a daily basis because there wasn't enough teachers. But also, too, you know, these students are just were not getting the proper um, attention when it came to physical fitness on a daily basis. Yeah, thanks, Mark, for sharing that information. You know, I always do a lot of research before each podcast. And on your website, I noticed you have a unique mission statement, which reads the entire person mission through fitness, inclusively fit strives to improve the entire person, regardless of ability in preparation for everyday inclusion. Mark, can you please share with us what this means exactly when you say the entire person mission? Sure, sure, Teddy. Um, when clients first come here and I'm creating a, a fitness plan with their parents, you know, all we see are, are fitness goals, you know, whether it's weight loss, uh, strength training, uh, you know, hand-eye-hand -hand coordination, sports-related activities and such. And so when we get started, you know, we start really, you know, understanding what the needs are. Um, we start, you know, trying to work on their weight, their strength. But over a course of time, other things start to happen. You know, they start to, you know, become uh, better socially, develop better social skills. Uh, they want to be more outgoing. Their self-confidence increases. Uh, they want to do things more outside of the home rather than just play on their iPad and computer all day. You know, they want to be out in the community more. Um, you know, I recently had a client, um, a dog client that they got their first job for the very first time because he or she felt confident that they were able to do it because, you know, what, what exercise does, it, it boosts your self-esteem and your confidence and it makes you feel better. And so, and, and I had a client who recently was able to fit on a roller coaster ride for the first time because he lost enough weight that he was able to fit on the seats. And so what I mean by the entire person is because, you know, with those success stories, you know, we're helping people not only physically, but emotionally, cognitively, um, spiritually, you know, making them feel happier about themselves, their self-confidence is much better. And so that's why we really put a strong emphasis on the entire person, because we're going to help you physically, but other areas of your life are going to improve as well. Yeah. So it kind of goes to that old saying, when we, uh, uh, look good, we feel good, right? When we feel like we look better. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. It also under your website, under the tab facility, it uh, states our first fitness center is located in the city of Sterling Heights, Michigan. Are there plans for future inclusively fit facilities? If so, where would you like to see these? You know, the need is everywhere, Teddy. Um, I get calls actually where you're from. I had, uh, I've gotten calls from Lansing before. Um, I've gotten calls from Howell, um, Wayne County, Oakland County, uh, Lenaway County. So we've gotten calls from everywhere. And so, yeah, we've been in Sterling Hoods. It'll be seven years this July. And so we do have future plans of opening up more locations. In fact, we're actually looking at Farmington Hills as a potential um, spot for location number two for inclusively fit. Um, because, you know, we have, we're in Macomb County now. We want to put one up in Oakland County, eventually get into Wayne County. So, you know, like I said before, you know, the need is everywhere. You know, it just so happened we were in Sterling Heights for the first one. 
now we want to move on to another one. And so we feel strongly that Farmington Hills would be a very good uh, location because it's a very good central location. I grew up in Livonia, so I'm very familiar with the area. Um, when I was uh, at Eastern Michigan, I did some uh, clinical hours for my teaching degree in Farmington schools. So I know the schools pretty decently well. So I just feel strongly feel that we would be very successful there very quickly. That's awesome. So I'm curious, Mark, can anyone become a member of Inclusively Fit or is it really the membership designed for someone in the disability community? We're calling Inclusively Fit because everyone is fully included, Teddy. You know, regardless of your abilities, inabilities, what your age is, you know, we, we accept everybody, you know, because, you know, there's special needs everywhere. And you don't have to have a diagnosis of a special need in order to come here. We have people who are non-disabled who simply just have depression, you know, anxiety issues. We define that as a special need here. They're more than welcome to come here, especially with the pandemic we just went through, you know, levels of obesity just went up. And so we, f we strongly feel that obesity is defined as a special need because, like I said, it affects their entire person. And so we want to help their entire person by coming here. So we feel obesity is a part of the special need definition because it affects you confidence-wise. You feel depressed. You feel anxious. And you just feel you don't want to do much. You want to you, you live a very sedative, lethargic life. And so everyone is accepted here because, you know, there's needs everywhere. We want to fulfill those. Yeah, I love hearing that um, because, you know, one of the things you mentioned when you were just answering that is, you know, so many times in the disability community, we overlook those with cognitive disabilities because we can't see their differences. And so sometimes, so I'm glad you mentioned that. Okay. I do want to ask you, I want to read you something um, that the Center for Disease Control and Prevention stated on their website. And um and I'm going to quote this from their website, Mark. Benefits of physical activity can help people with chronic disabling conditions improve their stamina and muscle strength, reduces symptoms of anxiety and depression, improves mood and promotes general feelings of well-being, helps control joint swelling and pain associated, associated with arthritis. Would you agree with this statement from the CDC? I, I strongly do because it fits right into our mission, Teddy. Because what they're talking about is, you know, strength, you know, joint pain, back pain, and such. But they're also talking about anxiety. They're also, you know, referring to depression. Um, so they're talking about the entire person in that statement. Talking about, you know, someone being affected cognitively, physically, uh, emotionally. So I really agree with that statement because, you know, exercise, you know. The physical part is only part of us. It's only half of us. We have an inside we have to work on as well. And that's where the cognitive and emotional come in. And so with Inclusively Fit, we try to fit and try to achieve all those goals that the CDC mentioned. And we want to make sure our clients are 100% happy inside and out. That is awesome. So, Mark, I know that Inclusively Fit also has a nonprofit. Can you share with our listeners information about the nonprofit and what the nonprofit is there for and how it serves others? Yes, sure, Teddy. Um, we, when we first started Inclusively Fit back in 2016, we were an LLC. And so um, what made us really switch over to a nonprofit was because, you know what, 
our rates, you know, we charge $45 an hour uh, for one-on-one personal training. Some people can afford that. Great. Wonderful. But some others can't. And with us, you know, with our mission, you know, we want to be fully included, you know, include everybody. And so we want to include everyone regardless of what your financial background is. So that's why we created a nonprofit so we can help raise money, you know, seek out donors, you know, philanthropists and other organizations who can help fund our scholarship program. So we can really, you know, scholarship people who can't afford our services and assist them with programming. That is amazing. So and now you got me thinking when you were just saying that. Um, does inclusively fit? Um, do they accept insurance? Do you guys accept insurance? Unfortunately, we don't. Uh, number one being we are a nonprofit. Also, too, you know, our we're a fitness facility, and so if you go to other gyms around the area, it is all private pay. Unfortunately, so that's another reason why I tell you we started a nonprofit because insurance doesn't cover it. So you know, if people want to come here. You know, they do pay $45 an hour, but you know what, if they qualify for a scholarship, then we can help subsidize the cost by, you know, as much as 50%. So instead of paying, you know, 45, they'd be paying, you know, 2250. And so, um, you know, we we're all about, you know, raising money so people can continue to come here, be happier. And that's our really our driving force. Okay, so Mark, my uh, listeners, I've done this a long time, are used to my ranting and raving, so this is where I'm going to insert my opinion. I don't understand that about insurance companies. They keep saying they want you to get well, and to me, common sense would say by paying for a gym and people using it, it would reduce probably the uh, overuse of insulin, um, you know, uh, blood pressure medication, cholesterol medication. So I really don't get why insurance companies would not pay for something that could help you get healthier. Uh, it doesn't make sense to me. So I guess I'll end my rant on that. <laughs> so it doesn't make sense to me either, because, you know, if you look at some of our stories, you know, you mentioned medications, you know, we've had a lot of clients who've first come here and the longer they come here we see better results you know we've had clients in the past that come here and you know they're no longer taking their blood you know pressure medication you know, cholesterol medication so you know the, this is solid proof that you know our program is working and we are essential and so yeah i i completely agree with you teddy that you know insurance companies should you know cover this but you know what it is what it is that's why we create a scholarship fund so we can help assist these families any way we can and we're also you know we're always welcoming new donors who are very interested in getting behind these families it's not getting behind the business per se honestly it's getting behind the families who are coming and future clients who are coming here as well so when someone donates they're donating to the families and that you know that's a huge driving force that i do when i propose this that is awesome. So I am curious, uh, this again is off the script. You know, I, you know, especially here in Lansing, we have Tom Izzo's race for this and that, and we have all these different races for the cure and stuff. Is it, does Inclusively Fit have uh, maybe a vision of uh, having maybe a Saturday race, which could be a fundraiser, uh, especially for people with disabilities? Sure, sure. You know, we've been open to that. Um, I have a board these um, that we work with on fundraising events. We're actually doing one on June 27th at the Birmingham Country Club. You know, we're doing a nice fundraising event, a little silent auction. 
so we can help raise money for the scholarship program. But we're thinking about in the future, possibly doing like a walk or a golf outing. Just, you know, so just get everyone out there and uh, make them aware on uh, what we do every day here and the kind of impact we're making for people with special needs and their families. And Mark, uh, so we can help promote your event coming up, can you share with me um, after this podcast, like a link or a flyer or something so we can make sure to share that? Sure, I absolutely can email it to you. You know, space is limited. So, um, you know, it's a first come first serve thing, but uh, we have an RSVP thing. Uh, the event's two weeks from tomorrow. Um, you know, it's, you know, there's limited spots available. So if you want to sign up, then you got to do it quickly. <laughs> yeah. Did you say it's tomorrow? No, it's uh, two weeks from tomorrow. Oh, okay. Two weeks from tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, good. The 27th. Then we'll, yeah. Then we'll get this podcast up right away so we can do that. Okay. Perfect. So Mark, let me ask you. Um, what do you like most about what you do? What really motivates Mark and inspires him? Making a difference. You know, like you, Teddy, you know, I'm a person of faith. I grew up in a, you know, Christian home. And we were always taught, you know, treat others the way you want to be treated. You know, always help others before yourself. And so I wanted to pick a career that, you know, meant that, you know. So I feel like I'm doing it every day. Um, but, you know, honestly, Teddy, you know, like I've mentioned, we're, we're making a difference here, you know, my staff and I, and, uh, you know, helping someone every day, it's rewarding and seeing the progress, seeing the, you know, the results that these clients are getting, you know, a client, you know, just example, you know, the other day, a mom came up to me and says, you know, I was able to take my son to the grocery store for the first time because he was able to keep up and not, you know, drag behind because he was walking too slow or got tired. You know, so I train him to have enough stamina so he can go to, you know, the grocery store with his mom. You know, a lot of people, majority of people may think that's something small, but to this family, it's huge. Because, wow, you know, I can actually do something with my son, you know, simply as going to the grocery store. So, you know, things like that, Teddy, is what really drives me uh, to continue to do this, to build inclusively fit, to build a better future for these people. And just to, you know, be a, an impact and, uh just to be a success. And that's what I really wanted to do. Okay. So kind of segueing back on what you, and thank you for sharing that. So uh, what do you envision that inclusively bit will look like in the next five years? Do you have, I'm sure you have a strategic plan. Do you have a vision of where you want to see inclusively fit in the, in the next five years? Sure. Um, you know, expanding on our mission, uh, meaning, you know, open up, you know, more locations around the area, um, taking it, you know, all over the state of Michigan would be ideal because like I said before, you know, the need is there. It's not just in, in Sterling Heights. It's, it's all across the, you know, Michigan and the United States. So just continuing to spread the good word on what we're doing, um, you know, expanding our mission, continuing to help others, you know, continuing to develop a better scholarship uh, program so we can help more families and just, you know, keep doing what inclusively does. And that's just uh, helping the special needs community and their families and uh, just becoming a, a better person and, uh, and uh, you know, continuing to learn how I can further help these people. That is awesome. So, Mark, as we begin to wrap up our conversation here, I like to ask all my guests this question. What advice would you give 20-year-old Mark about what you have learned along the way? What would you share with him? 
patience, um, hard work pays off. Uh, never say no to an opportunity. Um, you know, do something that you really want to do. Um, you know, leaving teaching was one of the hardest decisions I ever made um, because it was a stable job. I was doing well. Um, you know, it was a guaranteed job. But, you know, I, I felt like it wasn't I wasn't being fulfilled enough. And so, um, you know, I just, you know, my advice to, you know, my 20 year old self would be, you know, what, be open minded, continue to explore, do what you're very passionate about, which is fitness and helping people and just, you know, do what you love. Yeah, that is really amazing. So, Mark, um, thank you again for joining me on the podcast today. I've truly enjoyed our conversation and hope that we can see you back again sometime soon. Thank you, uh, Tanya. I appreciate it. Most certainly. Yeah, thanks so much, Mark. And we're going to be sure, you, as Tanya. I meant, yeah, most certainly. I'm going to be sure to list all your contact information under today's episode narrative. Thank you, well, Tanya. Most certainly. <clears throat> well, my friends, unfortunately, our time together is coming to an end. You can stay connected with us by liking our Facebook page and following us on Instagram and Twitter. You can also head on over to teddytalks.com to learn how you can connect with us, stay informed, and how to catch up on past episodes. Remember, no matter where life's journey takes you, it's always a great time to grab a cup of coffee, maybe some hot tea, and a group of great friends, and let's keep talking.